You're listening to the Geek and Glitter podcast, where we talk all things geeky, from fashion to lifestyle. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. This is episode 45, and I'm Wendy Lee. Joining me, of course, is my co-host, Nikita Francois. Hey! Good morning! How are you, Wendy? (laughs) Doing so, so good. How are you? I'm amazing. This was such a great geeky, nerdy week. Oh, my gosh. For real. (laughs) For real. There's been a lot that's been dropping on Disney Plus and mm-hmm. on HBO Max. And hey, if you guys, this is your first time here to our podcast, welcome. Nikita and I like to talk all things geeky. And that's from anything from geek fashion to lifestyle, to skincare, to Marvel shows, to the Snyder Cut, just to give Woo-hoo. you a little example of what we'll be talking about today. So since we're talking about kind of it is a good time to be a geek right now. We've got the long-awaited Zack Snyder's Justice League that is finally <laughs> here. I assume you've already watched it. At 11.59, hit refresh on HBO Max. It was there, and I never clicked play so fast in my life. Oh, my gosh. Uh, right? It was amazing. And I stayed all four hours. I was up. Yes. I had my popcorn, my little blanket, and I lived my best life. It was amazing. Oh, man. What a, first of all, what a dream for DC fans, Snyder fans, and Zack Snyder alike mm-hmm. to finally have this out and for the fans to see his vision of, you know, it's like a super controversial movie where, gosh, there was so much drama that went down. So huh? much. And years of it. It's not like drama that happened just in the last few months and, oh, okay, drama. No, it's been years of drama. <laughs> I mean, this movie came out in 2017. Exactly. We're getting this now in 2021. And you know, it doesn't take a, like, you know, it doesn't take a week to make a movie of this, this, uh, status with so many people involved right like you know it it's it's crazy to kind of read the story though i do have a question because i know you say you saw it, and i watched it too um they said that there was going to be a documentary like a 30 minute documentary that went along with the movie i haven't seen it anywhere on hbo max no i didn't i actually didn't even hear of that I heard that somewhere. Wow. I can't remember where I read it. Yeah, there was supposed to be a 30-minute documentary that is supposed to be released at the same time as the Snyder Cut, but I can't huh. find it anywhere. So I'm going to I'll do a little googling after the episode today to figure out cuz I want to see it. No, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Right? There's so much. I don't know if you read the Vanity Fair article about kind of Zach's side of the story about how everything happened and how when Whedon came in, he was still on the movie. So it wasn't sort of Whedon swept in and no, saved exactly. The day. Right. Right. It, it was yeah. kind of an awkward situation. I think he honestly received it with open arms initially and then it turned sour and then he had his own personal things going on and, you know, so the journey to the Snyder Cut, it was all my, a saga in and of itself. So if there is a documentary being released, I am definitely watching it. Exactly how I feel. I, I want to watch it. So I was a little disappointed that I wasn't there because I actually I got to see the film a little earlier, just a, just a little ahead because uh, of of some of the like the film critics like c- connection, I guess you can say. You know, they were they were nice and they sent like an early link so I could get my review up, which I'm glad okay, because great. It took, 
took days to record because <laughs> we were doing like a non-spoiler and then, and then a spoiler. And because the movie was so long, I was trying to on paper plan out the best way to review the film. But overall, um, what did you think of it compared to the theatrical release? I, it, to me, it was a different movie. Like mm-hmm. the original Justice League should be forgotten locked away buried deep somewhere like the mother boxes and you know just (laughs) forgotten throughout time and history because the storyline almost made it an entirely different movie which I was not expecting I was expecting to have the story from the first Justice League movie see extra scenes you know some maybe longer fight sequences things like that but oh my gosh between wonder woman's first scene cyborg oh my gosh he has a story who knew (laughs) my gosh yes exactly and having more fun with the flash and barry's backstory as well which just was nice and heartwarming and gave a little bit of a break in between all the seriousness and heaviness from some of the other scenes it's like um warner brothers did we not see you know what could have been four years ago Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny to think that looking at that theatrical cut, which I've only viewed once, um, I probably won't view again. And so so it's it's funny looking at the Snyder cut and going, okay, how 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 much I wanted to kind of know because I knew I knew that any of the Whedon um directed scenes were and whatever scenes he shot was not going to be in this movie obviously this would be a snyder footage only type of film right uh and i'm happy to report that all the scenes that i liked from the theatrical release are all the scenes that we saw in this movie so essentially it was done all by zach so it made me happy to to know that when i experienced the film in its theatrical format i embraced zach's vision then then exactly right yeah right but honestly, so, I mean, like, it's amazing. Ugh, it, so it's good. so it's so good. Did you? How many breaks did you take? None. <gasps> Whoa! You soldiered through all four episodes. Uh, yeah, I mean, all four uh, hours. Yeah, I was prepped in advance. I had my water, my popcorn. My throat was ready to go, and I knew what I was getting into. So I there were no breaks to be had. I sat there and absorbed every last second. Oh my gosh! I thought. I would be ready for the four hours. Like, okay, I'm going to pause one time in between, you know, about the two hour mark and I'll go to the bathroom, stretch my legs or whatever. No, I think every, <laughs> every segmented part, because you know how they oh, had the parts. six parts plus yeah. epilogue. I think I took six separate breaks, maybe a little bit more. Uh, and I was just like, why? I, I can't believe I took so many breaks. It was just like, I'm going to go to the bathroom here. I'm going to go grab a different snack here (laughs) because we had it on our dining room table. Okay. Uh, I want to, I want to, I don't know what it was. Like, I want to do this and had a postmade ice cream towards the end of the movie. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Was I trying to (laughs) subconsciously trying to extend my experience? Right, right. Even though it's on HBO Max and I can watch it anytime again. I don't know, but it was it was a really fun watch and especially and sorry if you guys if this is any sort of spoiler, but you were talking about how they gave 
uh, other characters a more fleshed out backstory, specifically for Cyborg exactly. and the Flash. And I guess a little bit of Aquaman, but I think at this point now that uh, Aquaman, the film has been out, I, I felt like we kind of knew, even though we did get a little right, bit yeah. more extended it's being like this thing with Willem Dafoe and everything, but we not only got um, more fleshed out story for our heroes, we also got one for Steppenwolf. Exactly. Which was nice. Right. He didn't get one right. He didn't get one in the original. Right. And it, so if original, you didn't know, you know, his it. story is kind of like, who is this demon dude? And what's his problem? Yeah. Why is he here? Why is he so angry? Why is right. he, what's the motivation for, what else is there to get the mother box other than doing it at the behest of somebody else who is, you know, got a, like at a higher pay grade than, than he is essentially. Uh, right. Um, and then you find out that he done messed up something in the past exactly. and he's trying to get back into Darkseid's good graces. So really interesting to see that. And he also got a little glow up. His look is his look. <laughs> yes, more refined. Yeah, look is more different. Yeah, I, I can't believe how much more menacing he actually looked. So when he came down, you were a little bit like. It was whoa, more like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I I love that. So much. And speaking of like what else is uh, premiering this week for us geeky fans, it's Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode one is here. And just like you, 1159 at Disney Plus hit refresh Mm -hmm. and it was up at a juicy 49 minutes plus some seconds episode. And I like that this wasn't while there were plenty of action in this episode. I am glad that they're not just jumping in like, okay, let's just everybody punch things and shoot things and fly. Let's exactly. give you a, a taste of that, but let's also, which by the way, looks so cool. Um, but let's also give you some, some, you know, again, with characters, they're not their backstory. We, I don't feel like we needed it because we saw it, but um, just a little bit more of a look into their life after the events of Endgame, after Sam came back from being dusted from the blip, as they call it, you know, like how, how, how Bucky is essentially dealing with now he is pardoned, his mind is free, but is he really free? Because there's so much that weighs on that guy. There's so much crap that he had gone through yeah. that was not of his own free will, but it remembers the fact that he did it, which is awful. Um, so it's I a torture, a constant torture to live with that. Like, my gosh. Yeah. And I also think the therapist in the in the series, and I think she's going to be a recurring character, right? Might be my new favorite person. I know, I know. She's just. I was like, I mean, she plays hardballs when it comes to being a therapist. Like my yeah. therapist doesn't doesn't click her pen and be like, "Or oh, you're not talking so." Oh well. right, like oh, I down. know you well enough to know. And she right. was almost swinging. <laughs> she, she, she came. And he's like, "I want peas." Yes, I was like, oh, <laughs> right. is that? Oh, she said what she said. No, but it, it's it's really great seeing all of that. Um, there were you know moments that kind of tug at your heartstrings a little bit, yeah. where I definitely had tears in my eyes. But overall, it's really good. I love the setup. Uh, and uh-huh. I can't wait. We only have five more episodes left already. No, I'm already like. <laughs> I know I'm going to need more. So just like WandaVision, I know once yeah. the last episode drops, I'm going to be like, okay, more. Yep. Next. More. Loki. Now. Today. Yeah. Something, Today. please. Oh my gosh. I can't <laughs> wait for Loki. You guys, it's so good. It's such a good time to be like 
like I've already said twice now, like it's such a good time to be a nerd, to be a fan because we're getting TV shows that with our favorite superheroes in it. We're getting, you know, four hour films with our favorite uh, uh, superheroes in it. And Nikita, you're saying there's like a graphic novel that you are interested in yeah yeah so i went to barnes and noble uh, a couple days ago and i snatched justice league dark volume two so i can deep dive into the zatanna world because i saw online which could be wrong that may be the direction they're going with the whole zatanna story so i don't know if we'll get her origins in like some of the earlier comics like um Hawkman and all that stuff. Yeah. But if they do it via Justice League Dark and they have all of our faves like Green Lantern and whatnot appearing mm-hmm. in Birds of Prey, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. So ready. How are you? Did you did you finish it yet? Or are you no, just- I didn't start it because this was the either the day of or the day before uh Snyder Cut came out. So I kind of wanted to let everything marinate from the movie and then jump into reading the graphic novel. It is a lot to process. Right. That, that film, I mean. Yeah. So imagine filling your head with the four hours of the movie plus. And then, the okay, novel. now I'm going to shove this graphic novel in my brain. No, no. I'm not as young anymore. Yeah. Plus, you want the time, like you said, to marinate, to yeah. enjoy, mask in the moment. Exactly. And then, you know, a couple of days later, be like, you know what? I got that. I got that comic book itch again. Got to scratch it. And oh, oh, look, what's this? This graphic novel. Look at this right sitting on, a, on the desk here. Ooh. Oh, wow. Right. So I, I feel love like. That. Monday yeah, or Tuesday, I'll be able to jump into it because my brain will have kind of like come down between Falcon and Snyder Cut. So yeah. Amazing. I love that you went to the bookstore over the weekend and I shopped at Target, but I did online shopping. <laughs> I, I didn't go I didn't go in, but uh, I bought way too much, like ordered way too much skincare. Oh no. But oh yay. I mean, it's good because I ordered like too much in the sense where I ran out of a lot of products at the same time. I don't know if that happens uh, to you. Yes, it does. Like moisturizer moisturizer, and cleanser will go out just about the same time. Right. And then same thing for makeup where it's kind of, oh, all of a sudden you're missing all of your concealer and foundation yeah. and your contour and you have to go and buy all the stuff or all of your brushes seems to go to crap or your beauty blender all need replacement all at the same time. Exactly. So, I was looking at specifically skincare and I guess, you know, more foundation because I'm, I don't really wear foundation these days. I just kind of do a little concealer, Um, but I am out of everything. So I was like, oh, it'll be harmless. I kind of know what I need. You know, I'll just repurchase what I've already been using. But you say that and then you Mm -hmm. open the web page. It's just as bad as walking into a regular Target. They suck you right in. Yeah, you're like, ah, just I just need these two things. $250 later, you know. Right. Oh, those two things were expensive, not. Oh, there's no doubt what happened. There's a whole cart full of items that I definitely Who need. those things there? <laughs> oh, what? Who needed this? I, wow. <laughs> so I was like, all right, first thing I was looking at, one of the things that I'm out is my um, hyaluronic uh, acid. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'm going to repurchase that. And the... The, the brand that I purchased normally would be on Amazon, but I saw that it's at Target as well. So I thought, eh, I'll just get it from Target. So I bought that. Then I noticed my night cream 
my nighttime moisturizer was out. So I bought the same one. So those two are the exact same uh, thing. Okay. But I also wanted to try something different in the ways of a vitamin C serum and toner. Uh, and I, I was also out of toner. Exactly. So I was like, well, let me take a look. So I typed in vitamin C serum and like four pages of products came up. And I went, uh-oh, how am I supposed to pick? And I, and I think in a previous episode where Kim and I were talking about how TikTok trend has become this, I mean, it's not all the TikToks, but there's a lot of um, things that I, things that TikTok made me buy part one, part four, part 25. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is skincare. So I follow a lot of those posts to kind of help me determine, you know, when t- when the time comes, what I want to pick, what what are the products people are talking about that they had a positive response to, and maybe that I would too. So I stumbled upon, and you know, everybody's skin is different. So what works for me may not work for anybody else and vice versa. Like I have a friend who loves this one brand, works really well for her. I thought we had similar skin types. And every time I use one of the products that she uses, I get a little bit of a breakout. I'm like, ah, oh no. Yeah, it's disappointing because she has such great results from it and I Mm. don't have the same result. So for my my vitamin C serum, I bought, they're both actually from this brand called Sweet Chef. Oh, that just sounds nice. It just sounds, yeah, and I like, like, you know, very much like a packaging person. So the packaging is cute, totally got me. So I have a Sweet Chef uh, ginger vitamin C serum shot. So going to try that out. And then the other thing is the uh, the Sweet Chef Ginger and Vitamin C Dark Spot Toner. Hmm. Okay. So both sound lovely. So I'm going to give it a try. I think they're arriving throughout the weekend. Okay. So we'll give it a go and see. But there's And there's like even other things that I feel like I need. But on top of, you know, purchasing everything else, the bill was almost like – 80 bucks so i just hit purchase right there and i was like i really need to stop looking right now right like hit buy really quick and then close the window and be done so i just don't look anymore because i was like oh what do they have for athleisure nope (laughs) right 10 pairs of sweatpants later right we've all been there and you know It's okay, but sometimes we got to stop ourselves. Yeah. So I was like, you know, after I added the two Sweet Chef items, I was like, I am done. (laughs) I am done. Um, But since we're on the the topic of things at Target, um, this can kind of go into our main topics. And for what we do here on the podcast for our main topics is that Nikita and I each kind of come up with our own topics and then we discuss them on the show. So it's a little bit of like a surprise to the both of us where we're like, oh, what did you pick? Oh, what did you pick? And then we talk about it. So both of our interests are in there and we're not uh, kind of forcing each other to talk about things that we have less interest in, if that makes sense. So for my main topic, I am actually talking about personalized shampoo and hair hair care systems, if you will. And how does that connect to Target is because once upon a time when I was at Target, this must have been at least a month ago. um, I saw that in the shampoo section, they started to carry a brand called Function of Beauty. So Function of Beauty is customizable hair care system. They have your shampoo, your leave-in shampoo, sorry, 
that's not a thing. Your shampoo, your conditioner, your leave-in conditioner, that's a thing. Hair serum, hair masks, things like that. And uh, for a long time, it was sort of you can only buy from the Function of Beauty website. You would go in, take a quiz, figure out what your hair type is. It's a dry, oily, is it straight, is it curly, is it... Um, do you have dandruff? What do you need to correct? And you kind of can personalize your own system from there. But Target started to carry it in store. And I was like, how is that going to work? Because the whole thing was going to be you personalize your own shampoo. But if I'm just grabbing it off the shelf, um, doesn't everyone have the same system as I do? And what they do is you can buy the base of the shampoo depending on your hair type. So if it's straight, wavy, curly, and etc., And then from there, you can buy little booster packs. Ah. Uh-huh. And you can pick up to three, they said. And what you would do, you would pick so like they have the shampoo on the what is it called? On the shelf. Sure. <laughs> Sorry, the display shelf. Yes, thank you. And then right next to it they'll have little little boosters and you can pick your hair goal. Hashtag hair goals is what they called it. You can say like, oh, I want to have more volume in my hair oh, I want to be extra moisturizing because I have super dry hair, super dry scalp. And they have an adequate amount of boosters so you can kind of personalize your own shampoo system. That was pretty cool. The price point's a little bit cheaper than it is on the interwebs. It's still expensive. I want to say it's, oh, let me see. Since I have the Target app up right now, Uh I'll go ahead and take a look. (laughs) I want to say it's like $10 for, no, yes. $9.99 $9.99 for, we're just going to click on this really quickly. Okay, yes. So for the shampoo, conditioner, they're $9.99 each. And then the boosters are $2.99 each. So okay. even if you get like the two, the you know, hair, uh, the shampoo and conditioner, that's $20. And then if you just get, so it kind of, I guess, equals out to what it is on their website. It's it's still a little bit cheaper. And given that you don't have to sign up for on the website, you have to do a subscription. Oh, okay, okay. I don't love that because I forget to cancel. But at Target, it's a little bit less like commitment serious. Exactly. So if you buy it, you don't love it, you don't have to go back and buy it. So I purchased that. Um, and I feel like for the to- this topic, I kind of want to explore the um, the interest and the popularity of customizable hair system. Right. So we not only have Function of Beauty, we also have, uh, I hopefully I'm pronouncing the name correctly here, Pros, I think is how you pronounce it. P-R-O-S-E is the uh, the spelling. And then the other one that I just saw yesterday is called Headquarters. Very clever name. I mm-hmm. love that. And just kind of looking based on website alone, the one that appeals to me the most, would I would say Function of Beauty first because it's like aesthetic AF. Right, yeah. Because you can customize everything from – Obviously, your hair type, your hair concerns, what you kind of want to, your hashtag hair goal. You can also customize your shampoo scent and color. Now that's fun. That makes it fun. Doesn't it? And it's very pretty. I'm looking at, you know. Yeah, the color palette's super cute. It's super cute. I think you can even do uh, little bottle customizations or they send you stickers 
on the bottle so you can really really have like a fun time Uh, i guess okay cool with your bottles that's what i've read uh it's super cute and again i bought mine from target so um it's not exactly the same but i do like that you know you can go as basic as just shampoo conditioner with the hair goal whatever boosters may be in there too if you want to do a leave-in conditioner hair mask hair serum all that stuff i don't feel like i need all of that, that's just a lot. I don't love too much product in my hair, but I aesthetic wise, I like that website. And then kind of looking at pros, it's a little bit more like a, that minimal lifestyle. Yeah, almost like a spa, you know, very yeah, yeah. And I and I like the simplicity of the label. I think it looks really, really nice. Uh, but it is pricey. Boop. So, but and, and essentially these are all the same. You go and you take a quiz, you determine your hairstyle, your hair type, and then you, you know, click and buy. And then for headquarters, this is the headquarters is the one that I just saw um just a couple of days ago. And I was like, how long has this existed? So it's kind of all in the same. You um, you know, take a little quiz. But what I like about this one is you the systems, there's four, and you can obviously opt out of some of the four, but they give you some of the other ones don't offer this, but an exfoliate in your system. So if oh, you have, yeah. So if you have sort of like maybe dandruff ah. or something that you want to go in, or just to remove buildup, you know how right. we all so love like to do a dry shampoo. It. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, fancy. And that immediately piqued my interest. And it's also the price point. It's a bit cheaper than Function of Beauty. Uh, and I think they, they, try to do a little bit less as in as in you're not needing to pick your shampoo color uh, right, or scent. right they keep it they keep it pretty easy for you so i am kind of maybe interested in checking it out and i say maybe because i've i so i bought function of beauty from target right Right. So excited coming back in from the house, put all my stuff down immediately was like, I'm going to go wash my hair. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) So what you do is you break the open, you open your shampoo or conditioner bottle and then you break open your little serum packets and then you pour them into your bottles Mm -hmm. and you shake it up. So each booster comes with two little packs. So one for your conditioner, one for your shampoo. Okay. You shake for, I think, 15 to 30 seconds. I shook for way longer than that because I wanted to mix up really, really well. Right. And then you just wash as normal. And the skin, sorry, not the skin, the hair boosters I picked were Volumize, uh, Strengthen, and like Scalp Health or refreshing or some something like that scalp something i can't remember and i don't have it right in front of me but and i will say i like the scent it's really subtle it felt it felt nice my hair you know after the first wash when you try a new shampoo kind of had that like oh new hair look at me sort of look <laughs> and i really like the first wash but then i experience a bit of itchiness on the no. scalp Uh-oh. that i don't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ring the alarm, girl. Ring the alarm. Ooh, I ooh, ooh. <laughs> have never experienced with any other shampoo my scalp itch after I wash it. And I'm like, no, oh. that's literally the opposite of what one should feel. <laughs> after feel refreshed. So I was like, well, okay. Uh, well, I'll just try again. And then so I tried to wash my hair. I think it was two, maybe three days later. I don't wash my hair every day. I try to not do that because I hear it's not the best for you. It obviously depends on your own preference, but I try to do at the most every other day. But the ideal is every two to three if I I feel like I can go that long. 
So I kept on going through the the next day and the next and the next. And I just felt like it was giving my hair more buildup than necessary. The itching eventually subsided. But then, and again, this is only my experience. Um, I don't want to say this is across the board, the same thing that's going to happen with everybody. But uh, I felt like I was starting to lose more hair in the shower. (gasps) noticeably dysfunction of beauty (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that was the best that's the title that's the title of this of this episode maybe throwing a little shade oh my gosh that's great i love it we're using it we're using it um so yeah um and i gave it a couple of more tries and every time you know how you 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 kind of like when you put your conditioner in and then you rub it through your hair and then you kind of squeeze out the water and then you pull out a couple of strands. That's normal. I get people lose up to a hundred strands of hair a day. I shed like MMF. I really, <laughs> really do when I brush my hair and I'm like, Oh look, new carpet. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but this was to me alarming. I stopped using uh, no. the, I stopped using it. So I've only washed my hair for, I think I tried it for two weeks and I was done. I was like, I don't mm-hmm. want to lose any more hair. I already no, lose right, hair. right. <sighs> so, do you think it I was maybe said, one of the booster packs? Maybe it's one of possible. them. It's possible, but I also am a little weary of going back through the process of elimination and going. Mm, let me let me just try and eliminate. Like, well, one, it's mixed in there, so I can't eliminate until I finish the bottle. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I don't know. I am quite disappointed in my experience with Function of Beauty. And I wonder if the website, if there is any sort of different ingredient from the website to the store that's just a, yeah. just a slight variant that's causing this. But I went back to my other shampoo afterwards, and which is the, oh gosh, I think Apothecary, I think mm-hmm. it's called. Um, which I the reason why I was looking for even new uh, shampoo was because that brand they stopped selling it. Oh, I can't find okay. it anywhere. Yeah, so uh, you know, I decided that I was gonna try something new, and I was so excited for Function of Beauty, and it just right, didn't work right. out. So, which is, I'm not completely given up on the customizing your own hair system, but I am a little bit weary, which is why I, I'm looking at headquarters and I really want to try it, but I'm also a little scared because I'm Yeah, we're not going money. bald over these customized beauty things, guys. No. Yeah, no, ma'am. No, thank you. Uh, currently, I am using the, it's not customized. You can just get it at the store. I think they have it at Target. I got mine at CVS. It's called Pure Zero, and it's the apple cider vinegar uh detoxifying shampoo ah okay i actually like it a lot it's uh my hair i don't get itchy scalp (laughs) after (laughs) i wash so that's a plus already and then i also don't uh i i don't i'm not noticing an extra amount of hair loss okay in the shower right so so far so good uh it's been about a week and a half and uh, I think I'm going to continue using it. But yeah, that's that. So I just I just wonder these hair care systems that are super customizable. Is it just a gimmicky thing? 
or does it actually work? So if you guys are listening and if you've tried, whether it's Function of Beauty or Pros or um, Headquarters or something else, let us know. Send us an email, geekandglitter at gmail.com. Love to hear your experience because I can't be the only one that had this kind of weird experience with Function of Beauty. Or write us and let, let, let us know, hey, uh, it worked great for me. I love my hair more now that I've started using, you know, XYZ brand. So let us know. Love to hear it. What mm-hmm. do you think about the, these customizable hair systems? I like the concept for sure. Cause I think it's great for, like you were saying earlier, you know, if you have a specific hair type or whatever, it's great to know that, okay, I don't need to search and search and search for the perfect shampoo. I can make it. I can do what I know my hair needs in both the shampoo and conditioner. But kind of like what you experience is my hesitation. It's like, do I know for sure that the ingredients in these things that I think is good for my hair will actually benefit me? Or will I be exposing myself to something that may not work or may cause harm or damage? So should should we be relying entirely on these? Should we take maybe what we're looking for to a salon and have like a stylist look into it for us. That's another option. Maybe. Um, I feel like if, if if it was me and I was interested in trying it, I would bring it to a salon to a hairstylist who kind of knows my hair type, my hair texture, the needs and wants of what I want to do for my hair and then have them give a recommendation. Like, so if it was function of beauty, like, okay, I would recommend get this booster, that booster, maybe you don't need a third, or maybe you just need one booster and then see how that works for your hair type. I think I would try to do it that way. Maybe. Yeah. That's actually a great way to approach it. Honestly, I hadn't thought of that. Taking it to a stylist and say, Hey, like take a look. And you know, you're walking with those bottles. <laughs> and I feel, I feel like you can see the stylist going, Oh, or going, Oh no. Right. 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 <laughs> You hope it's the former reaction. Oh, not, no, no, put that down. Exactly. Like throw it out. (laughs) (laughs) Then knock it out of your hand. No. Exactly. So, I mean, again, I like the concept. I think it's great because not everyone has the same hair texture or type. Um, What works for one may not work for another. So this is great to really tailor it to what your needs are. But, you know, I'm just a regular consumer. I don't know hair stuff like that. So. Maybe I do need a second opinion. I mean, function of beauty. So whoopsie. (laughs) God, I love that so much. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, you know, no, I'm not feeling the need to give function of beauty a second try uh, in the near future. But who's to say if I'm a little bit braver in the future and kind of go back into that and see what is what is what. But I am pretty sad that my pretty little function of beauty bottles are just sitting and they're super cute, I'm sure. So they're really cute. Yeah. I mean, even, even the Target brand one, it's super cute. It's baby blue, and it just sits mm. there, and you know, it gave a nice little pop in my white shower. Yeah. And now I'm just like, meh, <laughs> <laughs> meh. But it 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 is what it is. You know, hair hair. It's a it's an ongoing thing. I've never found a shampoo that. I'm just like, yes, this is the best. Well, I did, and then they discontinued it. So I guess that's where we are where we are today. What can you do? Keep on trying. Keep on looking. Yeah, just keep on, keep on, keep on washing your hair. Right, right, right. (laughs) But speaking of beauty-related things, Wendy, are you familiar with Paris Hilton? Of course. You know, funny thing, you brought that up. I just watched a uh, promising young woman over the weekend. Okay. It's now on uh, a Blu-ray DVD and all that stuff. And there was a scene where they use a Paris Hilton song called 
Oh no. Oh. Something stars, stars, stars like us. Nope. Hold no, on. I know which one oh. you're talking about. Cause it was like her one hit wonder. Yeah. 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 Stars oh. are blind. Dang. Yes. Yes. That's it. Faster than Google. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's it. They have that song in the movie, and I was it's happened to be my favorite, one of my favorite scenes in the film. And there you go. Paris, you see what you're doing for the culture? You're giving us great music a decade <laughs> or two after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> but she's doing more than music now and more than beauty. If those of you who don't know who Paris Hilton are, because apparently the younger generation thinks all who wear skinny jeans and whatnot are old people, Paris Hilton <laughs> is heir to the Hilton legacy and fortune. She has created a mega, mega, mega beauty empire for herself after once starring in a reality TV show called, I think it was The Simple Life with mm-hmm. uh, Nicole Richie. With Nikki, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, no, I said mm-hmm. Nicole Richie. Nikki. It is. It is, it is Nicole Richie. Yes. It is, right? Nikki's her sister. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes, I yes, forgot right. about her sister, right? Yes. Yeah. So she Nicole was once Richie. a huge, you know, reality star. She... I think she self-claims or self-credits for kind of paving the way for shows like the Kardashians and others to take off. But abroad, at least, her perfumes, her fashion, her makeup, her purses have really been a major staple in her life and her career for the past, I think, about two decades now. She, apparently, is getting right back into the unscripted television world and has signed on to executive produce and possibly star in her own new series launching with Warner Brothers. And she apparently is very, very excited to bring us some dramatic and unscripted long form content in the coming years. So her production company is called Silvington or Slivington. I'm not sure. Manor Entertainment. And she is quoted as saying it is a dream come true. And she is so excited to continue connecting with fans across the globe both in front of the camera and as a producer. Whoa. So I think maybe, I don't know if she's going to, she's also a DJ and apparently is a very, very good DJ when she hosts like live events and things like that. I don't know. I've heard that too. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if she's going to give like her music and beauty and fashion industry a pause or if she's going to keep all that going while also doing this. But Wendy, I'm curious, what do you think of Paris Hilton coming back to our TV screens, both in front of and behind the camera? You know, it's it's interesting. I feel like um, back when we had The Simple Life, she was in one phase of her life, you know, obviously younger and kind of as a way to explore her interest herself you know, kind right. of finding herself throughout the show. And I know there's some, there's been some, a little bit of controversy that's kind of been attached to Paris and also, you know, somebody who grows up under the very watchful eyes of the media. I feel like, you know, like you're under such scrutiny that can't, can't breathe without anybody snapping a picture. Yeah. Of you, which yeah. Is, I think a little invasive in my opinion, but I am excited that she has continued to, explore her interest and her ventures and she's become the whole a whole business woman and entrepreneur like you know it's not it wasn't just dramatized television or reality tv and whatever may be scripted and produced it's the fact that she's like she's always been interested in fashion so she you know went ahead and took off with fashion 
and with beauty and with with the music, which is the most surprising to me because when she put out an album, I was like, oh, why? And then she tried her hand at acting. I was like, oh, why? But she wasn't <laughs> terrible at any of it. Like, either, like, exactly. Song, yeah. yeah. Stars are blind. That's It's a banger. I, I enjoy it. I, now, because of that movie, Promising Young Woman, like now I, I'm like, hum it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like that she, for a while, was not, at least in, to me, she wasn't always in the like the tabloids or the media like for a while I mean she had her time in there and then she was kind of just doing her own thing for a little yeah, bit and it was pretty quiet and, in a good way yeah, in a good way and I think that was when you know she really explored what am I interested in what did I care about what do I want to do and everything is kind of thought out and you know she hopefully build a really good team that she can trust and to work with around her I'm excited for her. I think you know it's been a minute since she's been on TV. Right. I wouldn't mind seeing a little bit more of her. She gave us the coin that's hot. She coined that exactly. Yeah. Back yeah. then. So yeah, I wonder what if we're gonna get another you know new Paris phrase. Right. The, exactly. You know, is the show called This Is? Oh no, that's a different one. So she's got also a, a YouTube uh, originals documentary right. on her life, which is called This Is Paris. I haven't watched it yet, but apparently it's gotten nearly twenty million views. Um, I I want to watch it now, kind of knowing uh, this, and I think she's it's it's a good direction that she's going with to go with uh, you know Warner Brothers. I television. totally agree. Right. And I'm yeah. sure the success of her documentary series on YouTube is what helped propel this new venture of hers. So if we get yeah. to see the behind the scenes of her DJing, then running over to, you know, design some clothes and then running over to create a new perfume and then running yes. over to create a handbag, I'm all in. I'm totally yeah. for it. I want to see her being creative. I want to see her being a boss. I want to see if she wants to show it to us, like some of her more vulnerable moments that we don't really probably didn't get to see in obviously in the simple life. Again, haven't watched this is this is uh, Paris, so can't say that. But you know, now we're getting a lot of these documentaries on um, artists. Taylor Swift has one. Lady Gaga had one. Billie Eilish has one right now on Mm -hmm. HBO Max. which when you watch those, you know, you you think on the surface, you know, glamorous lifestyle, lots of money, like all they must do is just wake up looking pretty and like go and perform a song and have a radio station interview and they're done. It's really not. There's a lot of ups and downs and things that they don't show, right? you know, on like the Insta or whatever, because it's personal. So I, I'm kind of hoping that sort of an angle for uh whatever it is that Paris wants to put out. Same, same. Yeah, I'm definitely tuning in and I'm really happy for her and her growth and all of these amazing things she's doing. And I'm sure it's going to be a very, very good venture for her. Both the I stuff she does in, in front of the camera and whatever she produces behind the scenes as well. Like a whole production company. A That's whole, huge. Right. So I know she's not just going to do her own little series. I'm sure there's a lot more content to come with that. Yeah, I'm curious to see to see what sort of what sort of shows or whatever it is that she's gonna give us. Exactly. Good luck to her. This yeah, is, this is yeah, really cool. it's great stuff. So woo-hoo. add another another title to her to to her like, what influencer DJ I fashion know, designer. Seriously. She's literally a mogul recording at this artist. Point. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, good for her. Good for her. Yeah, it's great stuff. And seeing you know again the old versus the new. Do it, do mm-hmm. it, do it, do it, do it. And speaking of do old versus it. new, Wendy, 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 resurfacing images of the old Miss Frizzle versus the new 
Ms. Frizzo has started trending again on Twitter. Now, you know, I didn't even realize there was a new look to Ms. Frizzle oh, until oh, there, there, I saw there her is. <laughs> And while I don't believe in getting into cartoon controversy, because I think there are better things to worry about <laughs> and think about, especially in these times, I have to say, I think I agree with those who say Miss Frizzle's look is a little too Hollywood, a little too glamified in her new form versus how she was in the Magic School Bus that we grew up with when we were little watching. Yes. So, Wendy, question for you. Should Miss Frizzle maintain her curly hair and her crooked nose, or do we need to see a more polished Miss Frizzle on our TV screens and the youth of today? Should they be seeing that? Or, or what do you think? What do you think? It's interesting that you bring up that point. It's, you know, the frizzy hair, crooked nose, Miss Frizzle, or the new more polished slash, you know, air quote around this Hollywood um, Miss more polished Miss Miss Frizzle. What I liked about the original Miss Miss Frizzle was that she looked approachable and warm and friendly, maybe a little quirky. I mean, she's got a magic school bus. So yeah, she's a little she's a little quirky. But that's what drew me into the show that it was you know, I looked at her as a kid. And when I looked at her, I went, yeah, I can see that. I can relate that to being a teacher, someone who, who is, who would be, you know, and not, in not just the professional sense, but in, in the, in the sense that, yeah, they're going to teach you about, you know, whether it's human body or whatever lesson there is. Um, so I felt that when I watched Magic School Bus and it really drew me in where it, it just felt like I belonged when I watched exactly. the show, right? Because mm-hmm. the show was also pretty, you know, diverse students and things like that. And I, and I enjoy that. So I'm looking at this new picture and I, I don't, I kind of to the second point you were saying that she's more like almost too Hollywood looking. I just don't want people to ha- kind of look at this and think teachers need to look like this like Ah. teachers got a lot going on you know a lot of the times people don't realize that teachers especially teachers for I would say like younger students you know maybe elementary when when they're you know doing class projects art projects you know construction paper tools or whatever a lot of those the teachers are buying with their own money they already don't get paid enough in my opinion and now they're spending that to bring extra elements into their classroom so exactly. that the kids can feel more stimulated. Um, and I I just don't want people to feel like the teachers need to look like this. You know, I don't want the kids growing up and saying, oh, Miss Frizzle looks like this. She's got a magic school bus. And obviously you can kind of dissociate from a magic school bus from like fantasy to reality. But Miss Frizzle is, you know, she looks like a person. And I don't want the kids to go into a classroom and be like, well, my teacher doesn't look like that, Miss Frizzle. You're right. Ah! Uh, and... You know what I'm saying? It just right, creates a, right. a, a kind of a false image. I, I don't agree. love that. Yeah. I don't think she looks. I don't think she looks bad, but it's just to me, this is not Miss Frizzle. Agreed. It's, Especially like you said, knowing her character and how warm and welcoming and friendly she was, why can't she look why like an it? everyday person? You know, like are are we saying that you know when we ask our kids, oh, how's school? Your first day of school today? Well, my teacher is ugly. Because our five-year-old thinks she doesn't look as pretty, quote-unquote pretty, 
as the Miss Frizzle mm-hmm. they watch on TV. Mm-hmm. Are we encroaching upon that dangerous territory where now little kids are only seeing these, again, quote unquote, Hollywood or glamorized or polished versions of a teacher or a fireman or whatever. And then in real waking life, they're comparing and saying, well, my teacher's ugly because she doesn't look like that or whatever the case may be. Yeah. I mean, I I just I just thought that. I mean, it's okay, you know, to to change her appearance. Obviously, uh, I I just I just feel that this this was a mm, I don't know. I I just I I just thought that the the updated version would still resemble her in more ways than just the color of her hair. Right. Right. You know, that that's kind of what I thought. So right. like, and if you told yeah, me this was Magic School Bus, I'd be like, mm, Wait, it? what? What should, No, I don't think so. And yeah. I, also based on this updated, are we getting into a little bit of an ageism thing? Because she looks a little younger in this new version. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just something I found very interesting, wanted to bring up because I think, you know, to an extent, we we are influenced by what we see, especially young minds, young eyes. And are we putting images like this out there to say this is better than? <laughs> right. Right. Just, I, I I really enjoyed original Miss Frizzle. I watched every single episode of Magic School Bus more than once mm-hmm. growing up and just loved the show. And like you said, what attracted me to her was her warmth, her friendliness, the diversity of the cast. I don't know. I don't know, Wendy. Mm-hmm. When does the series come out? Let uh, me that's see. a good question. I am not 100% sure. I'm, it might have come out already, actually. Oh, okay. It debuted on Cubo, I think is how you pronounce it. Q-U-B-O is the spelling on November 1st, 2020. Mm. But I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Um, I'm going to have to Google it and just at least watch like an episode. Right, exactly. Just to see what it's all about yeah what's what's going on maybe what's the change like yeah maybe this is her long lost daughter i don't know i don't know i don't know it it could be yeah maybe it's not the miss frizzle it's just you know it could be it could be yeah you're absolutely right actually so so yeah i need to i need to watch it but kind of right off the bat i was like that's not miss frizzle (laughs) that was that was my immediate immediate reaction yeah that's not her who dat (laughs) Well, you guys, uh, we have gotten to the uh, portion of our podcast that we like to call Shout Out Corner. And basically, this is where Nikita and I pick out something that we've been enjoying throughout the week. And then we talk about it here on the podcast. And if you're interested in it, you can obviously check it out. Hashtag not sponsored. Not sponsored. Nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope. We just just like these things. Nikita usually do uh, food which I totally love. And then also afterwards, I usually feel like I need to go and get food. <laughs> do you have a food item for us today? I do. I mean, it's a beverage because I'm obsessed with boba. So it is yes. one of my favorite boba spots. Uh, it's called Boba Guys, which huh? I had heard about pretty much since I moved to LA, which is about three and a half years ago. And it wasn't until, I think it was last summer that I finally ventured, well, it didn't really venture, I ordered uh, my first beverage from Boba Guys and then fell in love because it's a boba and they have a wide variety of teas and other drinks that you can get and add boba to. Yesterday, went, ordered ahead, 
and got mm-hmm. myself a nice, delicious ube boba drink. Oh. So, so good and delicious. Oh. And if you, I should have put the website, not just their Insta in the show notes, but if you go through their website, you, I mean, you get the typical variations of milk teas and non-dairy teas, but then again, you get things like ube and it's like, you guys are doing something so good and so right for us peoples who enjoy boba. (laughs) Wow. Look at their menu. It is A, beautiful, and B, delicious. Mm. So they have several um, brick-and-mortar locations throughout Los Angeles. Not not that many. I think about four, maybe three or four. Um, and But like I said, you can order ahead, and I think they're, they have delivery as well. I think it's DoorDash they use. So if you are in the SoCal area and you're craving some good boba, Definitely check out Boba Guys. Now, you said order ahead. Are they doing order ahead only, or do you have the option of walking in and ordering? They, it's a little different now because last year during the pandemic, you could order ahead and go to their, at least in the North Hollywood location, like go up to their front door where they put their new like desk and register system, order there, and then go outside. They have an outdoor waiting area. And just hang out nice. until your order is ready. However, nice. as of recently, you couldn't do the like going up to the register anymore. So they have signs with QR codes and, you know, where you can also go to the website, order ahead there. And then up to you, you can wait in the waiting area or just sit in your car and wait, which is what I prefer to do. And then once you get a message that is ready, you can go up and grab it. Oh, my gosh. This looks amazing. I was not aware of the boba guys. Uh, thank you so much for bringing them to my attention. I think I'm going to have to try them because this is like a, I can totally go pick up something in Burbank and then stop by uh, NoHo. Right. Exactly. Something like this. And you said you tried the ube. Yeah. Yesterday latte. I got the ube. Yep. And have you had it before? No, it was actually at the <gasps> recommendation of my sister, Selena. She said that hey, you should Selena. try that. Yep. Whoop, whoop. She was she got the black sesame latte, which she said was delicious. Oh. I didn't try hers because I didn't want to like ruin the flavors and you know weird stuff going on in my tongue. So I just stuck yeah. with my ube, but it was very very delicious. And in the description it says light and airy, definitely yeah. was. So if you like that almost frothy but not really frothy texture or consistency, and then of course delicious boba on the bottom, <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I love that Selena tried also the um that one she recommended you to try the ube because mm-hmm. girl, she knows. She, she knows, knows what's good. Mm-hmm. Um and the fact that she tried the black sesame latte. So the black sesame drink, it's like a milky. I know, like don't let the sesame scare you because you think sesame, you're like, how is that gonna taste? Right. right. Uh think like a little nutty, maybe a la almond milk, but it's creamier than that. And the, the sweetness is excellent. Exactly. It feels like velvet in your mouth. Yeah. That's what black, black sesame stuff tastes like. So that's ha- – without having tried these, that's what I can tell you from my experience of having black sesame drinks. The last one that I had was from the Buffalo Muffle Cafe. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. looking at the mm-hmm, – we, which we have to go soon. I think, I think maybe as the weather warms up, you and I can like meet up, do do a couple of meetups yes, or something like that. please. Just sit outside and stuff like that. Yeah. But I would also say like the next time you go back, if you go back again soon – 
I would, and I haven't even tried these yet, but I'm just <laughs> going based off like the menu names. Okay, you gotta get the Korean banana milk. Oh yeah, I've been wanting to, but I always end up choosing something else. So either the Thai or one of the matcha drinks. But that has been on my list of two tries: the Korean banana banana milk for sure. Have you have you tried Korean banana milk yet? Like just the ones in the milk bottle, like no, the little boxes. Not in years, 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 years. It's oh, been forever since so back when I lived in uh, New York that I've last had it. So I, I know it's, I already know it's going to be absolutely delicious. Yeah. I can't believe not many boba places that I know of do the banana milk boba. And then they also have one with uh, Korean banana milk with espresso. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> man. Now I kind of, I wonder if I have any banana milk in the fridge because I usually <laughs> try to stock those. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if I have any, I can kind of make my own at home, but this is, this looks amazing. I, I'm so like, I'm giddy looking at this. <laughs> it's, and they I have so it. many options, but not in an overwhelming way. Which might be, yeah. you know, kind of an oxymoron, but it's not. They have just enough where you feel like you have a nice choice, but not too many where you feel overwhelmed. Mm, man, I am. I want to go today. I don't have time today, but I want to go today. Wow. And they have this something interesting that's it's called the slanted coffee jelly bottle. And it's a Hong Kong style milk tea with slanted coffee jelly. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. The bottle yeah. looks interesting. It does. Have you had coffee jelly before? I have, uh, but usually, you know, it's like a kind of a one-time, just like if you order as a boba, as a regular boba right, order. I've never right. had it in a jug where it sits in your fridge for a little bit. So I'm kind of curious to try. I've also never had um, Hong Kong style milk tea, I don't think. Mm. So I want to try that and see what's different. I just had the 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 classic, you know, your 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 go-to, your standard yeah, yeah. milk tea. So uh Interesting. Definitely want to try it out. Thank you so much for sharing that. I love that. Absolutely. Me and food. (laughs) (laughs) You and food and me today without food, uh, doing something more that's for a nice little pastime. If you need to do a little unwinding, my husband actually got me this. And so you know how like adult coloring books has been a thing for a while. You can walk into a Michael's or whatever store. And you can pick one up and it's it's pretty cool. I've never been really partial to it. Like I pick one up, I flip through it. I'm like, oh, this is cool. But I don't really see myself sitting down and doing it until my husband got me this one. And uh, just trigger warning, cuss word is coming up. But uh, this one is called Fuck Off. I'm coloring. And I, and I went, oh, my God, how funny is that? Where, you know, especially during the pandemic, I, I feel like the way we handle stress is different than how now is different than how we handle stress a couple years ago. Right. Right. And I also kind of, I feel like I can see myself getting agitated more easily than I did in the past. So he got me this because like, I don't know what to do with myself when I'm agitated. I, I kind of just sit there and I stew oh, no. and I don't say anything because I don't want to take it on him either. Of course. Yeah. It's just me and him. It's not his fault at all that I feel this way. I sometimes I, my anger or my like irritation triggers and I don't know why. So it happens and I'm just kind of like, what do I do? So I like, I don't know. I watch a couple of YouTube videos. I'm sitting there stewing. And he Hmm. knows that I like to kind of write things down, do something with my hands when I'm feeling stressed out. So he got me this coloring book. And it's so funny because on the inside, it just has little um, scripts with uh, uh, and then some uh, like flowers or patterns that you can kind of color in. 
So it'll say things like, have a nice fucking day. <laughs> and you that can call is, oh, I'm getting one. Done. Isn't that so funny? Uh, or if, you know, like somebody was mean to you when you went out to the store or something like that, you're like, oh, I didn't even do anything. Yeah, I didn't say and anything. And then you flip to a page. Say, <laughs> that says, be nice, asshole. Oh my gosh, that's perfect. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so, it's a little bit cynical like me, which I think is funny. Um, and I've only just started page one because ironically, he got me this and I haven't like felt the need to open it and use it until okay. yesterday. And I started on page one. That's called Peace and Fucking uh, Quiet, I think. I mean, we all want that. <laughs> <laughs> I can just kind of picturing myself like as, well, I mean, I do. I was doing this yesterday. Picturing, uh, sorry, coloring it in and being like, yeah, yeah, here's my peace and fucking quiet. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking of. And this is, this is for any adult out there, if you want to a, a way to release your pent up, you know, stress aggravation, irritation, whatever, I recommend the link is in the show notes if you want to go ahead and get one of your, your own. And there's also different types uh, on, on, on the internet. There's They're all called Fuck Off from Coloring, but I think they're all by different publications. Ah, okay, cool. Um, so you can have a whole ton of curse word <laughs> books to fill your days if you want to. This is I great. mean, I it, it. it looks so therapeutic. I feel like... By the time you finish that page, you're totally zened out and calm and okay, I can yeah. breathe now. I literally was only coloring for, I think, not even 10 minutes and I felt better. I was like, have I yeah. been missing out <laughs> on coloring books? Have I been missing? I haven't done coloring books since I was a kid. So this right. Is, this Sometimes we nice. got to revert back to our preschool days and- what did I like to do if I was upset? Or what would my mom like yell at me to go and do? Go sit down and color. <laughs> you know what? I need to punish myself like that. I'm feeling angry, upset, or whatever. I need to go sit down and color. <laughs> I need to go sit down and color. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, if you get this, you can color while you're listening to our podcast. Ooh, nice. To thank you all. Yeah, there you go. I try I tried to do a little segue. That was I don't great. Know no, that, that was great. Oh, I loved thank it. <laughs> thank you. And then I ruined it by doubting myself. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you all for tuning in you guys uh the we have so much fun doing this podcast and we hope you do too and if you enjoy it and you know someone else who will enjoy it just as much as you do let them know we can you can share this podcast with them we can be found on apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, basically wherever you can download podcasts and if you have any sort of inputs you want to kind of join in on the conversation you can leave us a voicemail on anchor that's where this podcast is posted um for absolutely nothing cost you zero um, maybe just a minute of your time to leave us a voicemail that we can listen and play back later uh, in a future episode and of course if you have some thoughts that's going to uh, you don't want to leave us a voicemail you'd rather write it out you can email us at geekandglitter at gmail.com that is geek the letter n glitter at gmail.com with any questions comments concerns whatever you like and we will discuss on a future episode. Nikita, thank you so, so, so much for your time on today's episode. Thank you, as always, for having me. This was so always much fun. A I'm a, I know. I'm, I have the fuck off I'm coloring open now. It's about to get into my <laughs> Amazon cart and be on its way. Purchase it. Purchase it. Get yourself some fancy uh, coloring coloring pencils right, and right. Have, a, have a good time. <laughs> hey, maybe we should, if you get it, we, we can post 
our coloring pages to the Instagram. Yes, absolutely. Yes. We'll do a coordinated post. (laughs) Oh my God. That'd be so funny. And with that said, where can they find you on uh, Insta and or on social media? Absolutely. On Instagram, you can find me at Nikita.Francois. Everywhere else, which includes Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, and I don't know, Snapchat, it's just at Nikita Francois. And for me, you can find me everywhere, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. Don't don't find me on TikTok. I don't do anything on there. Whoop. I just lurk and watch Nikita's TikToks. <laughs> uh, but anywhere at Wendy Lee Zaney. And of course, you can follow Geek and Glitter on Instagram and on Twitter by the same name, Geek, the letter N, Glitter, Geek and Glitter, or visit the website, www.geekandglitter.com. And with that, we bring you to the end of this episode and we will, I don't know, talk to you. We'll talk to you then. Thanks Woo-hoo. for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.